Hello and welcome to Connectivity 196. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and today I'm joined by Becky Holiday. Yep, that's right. You got it this time. <laughs> Good job. Carmine Red. I've discovered the joys of Minecraft. Uh-oh. Finally. And Adam Abinasa. I'm so cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty warm here the last... Uh, you know, recently, so you oh, should come here. Is it? Yeah, today is the coldest day of the year in America, but uh, <laughs> I guess Australia would be a little different, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, considering it's summer. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> summer. <Duh. laughs> it's actually not all that cold where I am. I think it's in, like, the 50s, mid-50s, something like that. Oh, nice. Where do you live? Uh, in Tennessee. Oh, no, I'm wrong. It's almost 40. <laughs> uh. <laughs> didn't feel that <laughs> <Not> that cold. <laughs> it didn't feel wow. that cold when I went outside. Well, like, here oh, it's yeah. almost four. Wow. Where do you yeah. live again? <laughs> Omaha, so, so, Nebraska. Oh, that would be why. Yeah. So, so today we're going to be, our main topic is going to be talking about just sort of, we're going to take a look at the year, the year of 2016. What are we expecting to happen? What are we hoping will happen? Um, and, you know, sort of like predictions, but more of just like a relaxed uh, chat about what we think and want to happen in 2016. But first, let's catch up with everyone. Becky, how was your Christmas and whatever else you've been up to? Uh, I mean, it was it was pretty eventful. Uh, didn't do a lot of traveling because I don't I don't have a whole lot of family in the area. Most of my family's all the way over in Washington and California on the West Coast. But I got to play a lot of video games. That was nice. That's good. I, so I, envious. I finally <laughs> I finally got the Wind Waker HD version for my Wii U for Christmas, so I was like, woohoo! <laughs> More Zelda to play. Yeah, I bought that when it came out and only played to, like, the first temple. So. I was kind of like, first well... temple I've... was pretty good. I was kind of like, well, I've played it, like, you know, four or five times, so when it first came out, I was like, do I really need it? I yeah, can spend the money yeah. on something else, or I can get it, and I decided to spend it on something else, so... Mm. That's probably wise. <laughs> so did, have you put much time into it then? Uh, not a whole lot. One of my friends just finally got his own Wii U. So uh, he got uh, Splatoon and Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. So suddenly now all of us are picking nice. up our Wii U's again to play Mario Kart with each other. <laughs> cool. So that, that was most of my Christmas break was just losing religiously a Mario what Kart. What would you add to that? <laughs> Splatoon, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. Mario Maker. Mario, Mario Maker. Maker. Well, he he yeah. got uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X too, so Ooh, that's been um, all his alone time. Choices. <laughs> so yeah, it's a pretty good selection of games to start off with. Yeah, right. And then, oh my god, I finally got to play Until Dawn over New Year's. That was that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> On the PS4, I played it in a room full of people because I can't be trusted to play horror games by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, I was playing, I actually got a, a headset, one of the headsets for my PS4, so I was listening you know, good audio on The Last of Us, and I was playing it, and then my girlfriend walked around the corner, and I was like, actually jumped, and went, ah! Because <laughs> the sound was like... That's called a sanity a effect, my tense, friend. <laughs> tense part. <laughs> cool, so, uh, so that's basically, yeah, what you've been, what yep. you've been doing, so... Let's move on to Carmine. What have you been doing? Uh, well, Minecraft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, one, I just, uh, last night, yesterday was my birthday, and uh, I'm just recovering from crazy karaoke. 
Um, but aside from that, uh, Minecraft, yeah, I've never played it until it came out on the Wii U. Uh, my brothers played it, my nephews played it, I've just never played it, and I, I've gotten into it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is great, I can see what everyone says. <laughs> and I have, I bought a Wii U Pro Controller finally, on like Black Friday, and uh, I was playing it with my brother, and he knows, since he's played it before, he was guiding me and everything, and we have this world where we're setting up, like, I have this obsession to set up a, uh, a defensible position, and it's it's really great, and the same screen multiplayer, local multiplayer split screen, there's something magical about it because even though online people can help you, it's not like the person sitting next to me is helping me and yeah. guiding me and we have this shared goal in the same room. There's something about physical proximity that is really different. So I'm, I'm like, I'm just every, every like day I'm coming back and saying, I should I should not play Minecraft again. I want to, but I've got so much other stuff to do. Yeah, so uh, it's great. And uh, also, I'm trying to organize a Mario Kart tournament at my office. So that's also pretty mm. interesting. <laughs> With Mario Kart Eight. Eight. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm having everyone do time trials. Oh, okay. Uh, so that I can like divide all the put all the beginners in their own races and then all the veterans in their own races and have two separate competitions. Oh, that's mm. nice. We did a yeah. I'm I'm hoping it works out. We've got maybe about hopefully around twenty people will uh, be in the final tournament. And, so, uh, Carmine, are you it, practicing against everyone else's ghosts? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, that that would be that would be not nice. <laughs> I collect. I'm secretly collecting data, and on their performance, so it could be like, everyone. Like, yeah, I, that's like that's like some Incredibles, evil supervillain stuff. Like, I'll create copies of them and then defeat them over and over until I am the ultimate race. No, <laughs> no, no, I can't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. No, he um, spends too so much time on Minecraft for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so with Minecraft on Wii U, can you go into just like a build mode or something and yeah. just make stuff like I, without yeah. playing the game technically? Yeah, but um, that but I wanted to have but I one of the th- great things I'm enjoying about it is this reminds me a lot of Have you ever played the DS games Lost in Blue from Konami? No, uh, they're like a, they're like a sort of slight uh they're like a Strand uh, marooned on a de- uh, des- on a, a bent on a tropical island sort of thing. You yeah. and another survivor, and you have to like scra- harvest, scrounge your own food, go spear fishing, explore the island, build your own tools. And that mm-hmm. is a lot of what Minecraft has for me because it's got the food system. So I'm like, oh, I have to. I'm obsessed with like feeding of of like getting animals so that I can get food so that I can feed myself and slowly terraforming the land so that I can you know, have a, have like an actual home base in this wilderness. It, it's really a nice itch that it's scratching, and I didn't realize how much I've missed Lost in Blue until I played Minecraft. Hmm. That's like a, I don't know, I don't think anyone else has ever made that connection before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and eventually in Lost in Blue, you start getting deeper into islands and getting to puzzles and getting to animals that you try to hunt. Hmm. David's also got a day-night cycle, so... My, 
I like I like that there's that survivalist aspect to Minecraft, and I was like, is this is a who who made Minecraft? Is it a is it a Scandinavian developer? Um, I can't remember. Uh, it's like uh, Mojang. Are they, yeah, were uh, they based again, Sweden? But uh, but it's also like I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is very like homesteady. This is sort of really cool. You can like take this and you could like theme it all like Western and Wild yeah. West Frontier style, and it would be like, oh, wow, this is so, you know, mm. like American history. Like you, we could take like Minecraft, theme it like that uh, that Activision game Gun, you know, and it would still work. Yeah, just have a whole different thematic. I remember following like a few years ago, sort of following like a group that was remaking Middle Earth in Minecraft. Um, Dang. And it was really impressive. Back, like I think I'm not sure if they finished it, but like I don't think anyone could just go in and like download the files or whatever. They sort of had like a closed community, but they posted screens and stuff. It was really cool. Like they were remaking the Mines of Moria, um, and they worked out like how big it was meant to be, and like scaled it down by like half or something. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, they had like Rivendell and like heaps of stuff. That's it was really wow. Good. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And to have a project like that, like one of the nice things about Minecraft is you have to you either making a mine shaft or you're trying to create. Like I'm I'm obsessed with animal pens right now, so it's nice to have a project to go into and like. It must be perfect. I must have the perfect system of corralling animals now. <laughs> I've got like double gates, like like a, a layer outside, so that I can. So it's sort of like the Panama Canals, where you go section by section. Fancy. Anyways, enough obsession from me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's let's move on to Adam. Uh, well, first, happy birthday, Carmine. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. I did see that this morning. Um, Buried the lead. Yeah, stick around at the end and uh, we'll sing. Um, But I, I, you guys haven't been playing Xenoblade, so I'm not going to talk about Xenoblade. <laughs> um, Is Xenoblade anything like Minecraft? Um, Yeah, where you just get addicted and you play it forever and... Uh, you kind of don't do anything else with yeah i'm with i'm observing that trend <laughs> like most all of my friends who've picked it up either the first or second one are just like okay i i will see you in like six months when <laughs> i can officially talk to people again because i'm literally just gonna go play this for the next eight hours <laughs> bye okay so there's one thing that i'll say about xenoblade that's really weird uh you create your own character or whatever and you pick a voice for it and the voice I picked was the actor that did Shulk in the first one. Um, and in battle, they like scream out like their attacks and yell to other party members <laughs> and stuff like a lot. But then in the story, they don't talk at all. Like at all. Like sometimes a little box will pop up and you can choose from two different answers. But if you just like nod or shake your head, no, like <laughs> they don't say anything. That's the way to do it. It's so weird. Like, why didn't they just record those actors saying lines? It's just, it's really bizarre. Um, but it wouldn't be a new year if I wasn't playing, uh, what is it called? My Stop Smoking Coach for the Nintendo DS. Every, every year I I break it out. Um, (laughs) it's with. Do you have a problem smoking or something? Yeah, I'm a bit of a smoker. 
Um, it's but from it's, Ubisoft, isn't it? It is. Like something I remember writing some like a news story about this game. I was like, oh, and then I went and researched like the philosophy behind, like the why about like I read the press release. I researched the philosophy behind the guy who came hmm. up with it. Oh, awesome. Do you like duct tape the cartridge to your arm or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so it's like based. It's based on Alan Carr's Easy Way, which is like a, a book series. You read the book, and then you like something clicks in your mind, and you're like, "Oh, I don't want to smoke cigarettes anymore," and you just quit. Mm. Um, but this is pretty much that, where you read and read and read, and then you play a mini game. Like uh, one of the mini games is you're falling down like a giant mine shaft looking for diamonds. Um, but then you get stuck at the bottom and you're addicted to cigarettes now because you fell into the trap of cigarettes. And it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's a really stupid Slap game. Back. Um, so anyways, it's the only thing I've ever done to try and quit smoking and it doesn't work. How many, but, how many years have you tried this game? Oh, every <laughs> year. So I bought it at, at Target on clearance for like $3, like. I don't know, like seven years ago or something, like when they oh. had DS games at Target. I've never even heard of this game. Me neither. <laughs> it might not have come out there, but it's not really much of a game. It's when Nintendo oh, yeah. was doing it's like, like it is a non-game. It is a non-game. It is a non-game. Yeah. Um, but I've never actually finished it. I always like get distracted. Like, oh, I could well, maybe that's, that's why it doesn't why it work. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you gotta finish it. But keep trying. Well, Can't in just the first quit chapter. In the first chapter, it says, like, oh, you don't have to quit smoking. Like, at the end, you'll just want to quit smoking. So I'm like, okay, and I continue smoking, and then I get distracted by a different game, and then I just uh, keep smoking you for another year. You the end. I'm telling you. The magical <sighs> happen when you finish. I've been playing that game for longer than any other game of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it gets like really dark near the end, and like it's like those pictures they put on smoking tickets, <laughs> and it's like really icky. Uh, that would be a turn because in the early stages it's all stick figures. And if at the end it was like people dying, it'd be like, oh. This yeah, I'd be like, different. this is a black lung. Best DS game. <laughs> this is cancer. Oh, here. let me look at the rating. I have it right here. <laughs> oh, no, it's. Well, it would have to be like 18 and up, would No, it's E for <laughs> everyone. I would hope so. <laughs> it's E for everyone. Hey, I wasn't 18 when I bought oh, it. Oh, God. Uh, but it was a great oh. game for your five year old. If your five year old is addicted to cigarettes and DS, then go for it. Oh, oh this is sad to think about. <laughs> Uh, another thing that I'm really into right now is, like, unique storytelling. Like, uh, I listened to the first season of Serial on a road trip with my mom this week. Um, and that's, this lady goes, this reporter goes and finds this case from the late 90s where this guy murdered his girlfriend. And he's still in jail. He was, like, they were teenagers. Um, and he still says he's not guilty. And his case was really weird, so she goes and she dissects it, and it's 12 episodes long. Um, it's kind of like that Making a Murderer show. I think, mm -hmm. it isn't based on this, like, they, or allegedly based on this show, they, like, reopen the case. Is that what this is? I you know, Serial is it, real. Like, she actually goes and looks at a real case. Yeah. Uh, and then they did, like, he's, like, in appeals or something now. Like, I think he's going to get out, but also I think he 
kind of might have murdered his girlfriend. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. Even though I listened to it, like, multiple times. Uh, and then another one that was kind of like that was Her Story, which is a game that's on, like, phones and stuff. But I played it on Steam, where you go and you find, like, you're, like, at a police database. And you type in keywords, and the keywords will bring up, like, little video clips. And they're all, like, under a minute long. And then once you've found all the video clips, you have, like, a handful of interviews with this lady whose husband got murdered. And she's, like, one of the suspects. Um, but they don't really tell you, like, what's going on. You kind of have to figure out what happened. But you might be wrong. Uh, but anyways, that leads me to what I'm playing right now, which is an app for the iPhone called Lifeline, where you get a text from an astronaut who crashed his spaceship on, like, a moon. And uh, you just keep getting oh, texts. Yeah, you keep getting texts from this astronaut, and then you give him advice. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Oh, gosh. Yeah, where you're like, oh, you should go either sleep oh. outside in the cold or go sleep by the radiation. And I chose one of them, and he died. But it let me, like, go back and <laughs> pick again. Um, that was like, gosh. That was, like, it's half in of my real time playing until dawn. <laughs> That is stressful. No, it's really cool. Because, like, you'll tell him, like, Your oh. astronaut died. <laughs> no, no, but it's okay because I rewound it and now he's alive again. But you <laughs> tell okay. him, like, oh, go over there. <laughs> and he'll say, okay, I'm going over there. And then an hour later, you'll get another text from him that says, like, okay, I'm there. What do I do now? <laughs> um, you are playing some pretty art, like, innovative games. I know. I'm really into, like, these new ways of storytelling. You know, I've read a million books. I've watched a million movies. But... There's so many new ways to tell stories, and I'm glad that people are actually doing it. Mm -hmm. um, but this game, it's called Lifeline. This week it's free. It probably won't be free anymore when the podcast goes up. Um, but you find out that the astronaut is like a student, and he's a scientist that was like not studying space, so he has no idea what's going on. Um, and he's yeah. a bit of a smartass, like, so it's, I like it so far. Uh, right now he's asleep, so. He won't text me until he wakes up. <laughs> Can you just text him to wake him up? No, you have to wait. It says he's oh. busy. He's like a tailor or something. He's busy. Um, <laughs> and then I guess my last thing is yesterday in the mail, I got a new Amiibo. Uh-oh. It is Butt-Butt. What? Butt-Butt. Also known as Shovel Knight. Oh. Shovel Knight. Mm. Which I haven't opened him yet. Uh, I also haven't opened my physical copy of Shovel Knight. So. Well, anyways, I have it. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the important That's the important part. Yeah. I was going to buy a Shovel Knight like, I don't know, a month ago. But I said, no, no, not right now. And now I can't find one anyway. So <laughs> it might have sold out. Well, about me. He's beautiful. I, I think, like... <laughs> if that makes you feel better. What, what? He's beautiful, if that makes you feel better. I don't know. I thought the paint job on all the ones I looked at wasn't that really that good, actually. It doesn't seem as good as the Nintendo Amiibo. Have you looked at the Nintendo Amiibo? Because some well, of the know, old some ones... Some of mine are kind of... <laughs> some of mine are really ugly. <laughs> yeah, I guess. This, I, uh... You know what? I was planning to... 
it's made actually by a different company. It looks almost exactly like the box looks everything like an amiibo, but I was yeah. Is it made by a different company actually? Different toy manufacturer? Probably. Yeah, I think it is. I'm guessing Yacht Club Games had to basically do like all work out all the manufacturing themselves, and Nintendo but, was just like, yeah. But the box, been... the box looks very, very close. Like mm. But my box got bent. Thanks, Amazon. Bending my beautiful <laughs> box. Open them anyway. Yes, but yeah, it has to they... look perfect for a while. <laughs> do you take photos of them and like keep them in a scrapbook? I don't know. I don't no. like you for that. <laughs> I just I just keep the boxes in a scrapbook. <laughs> Amiibo memories. <laughs> Unboxed on this date. Yeah, you gotta keep the receipt in the box. Special you know? sparkly stickers, just like Ike Amiibo. <laughs> I actually, I, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but I actually found, I was selling a copy, a box copy of Kid Icarus for the NES, and um, like I bought it like in the mid-2000s, hey. and I was like, oh, I don't need this anymore, I'm going to sell it. So I opened it up though, and I found, I actually found a receipt in it from whoever bought it originally, and it was like, bought on like the 28th of December, um, 1989. Wow. <laughs> 20 past 2 in the afternoon. Wow. It's kind of cool seeing like a... Sounds like the receipt. beginning of a time travel story. Yeah. No, I actually keep all my receipts in my games. Well, most of them. Oh. Same. Yeah, I do that too. Why like, receipts? In... Not in my stop smoking, coach. So I don't know when I bought <laughs> that. Um, but I keep. I it... usually keep the receipts in there for a while until, like, in, in case there's like a something happens, like maybe there's like a small scratch or something I haven't noticed and it doesn't play or whatever. Mm. Um, just in case. I keep it so I have the memories, like, oh, I remember my friend and I bought this in the middle of the night at Walmart, along with some cheese poofs and some cosmic brownies. <laughs> uh, I always remember that. Memories. Uh, I also use uh. receipts as bookmarks in books. That way mm. I, you know, remember the memory and it's convenient because I don't have to spend like $5 on a bookmark. Why would you ever spend $5 on a bookmark? <laughs> Well, you know, some of them, like, when you move them, they move, like, the penguin walks and stuff like that, which I guess that's kind of worth it, because the penguin walks. I don't know. I don't think it's worth but... it. Wait, the penguin walks as you go deeper into the book? No, when you, like, move it back and oh, forth. It's just a lenticular, it's just a lenticular penguin? Yeah, and that's worth $5. That was, <laughs> yeah, I had, in elementary school, all my rulers were, like, Beautiful. I had dinosaurs. Um, the book, the book fair actually comes to my college, like once oh, they. I miss book fairs. Uh, after they go to all the elementary schools, they go to the middle schools, and then they go to the college. And it's still like it's the children's books that they couldn't sell, so you get it for like, <laughs> like twenty percent or something, like really cheap. So I buy all these children's books every year that I don't read. Um, but they they have like the bookmarks and stuff. I always think about getting one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick, what have you been Let's, up to? Uh, wait. <laughs> uh, I haven't actually played any Nintendo games recently. The only thing I've touched again is The Last of Us, and I played a little bit of Rocket League the last couple of days. That's about it. So. I haven't been been playing any games. Uh, I need to get back. I want to get back into Mario Maker because I haven't played that for like a couple of months now. 
and I need to you know get back in and check out the updates and try and make some new levels. Yeah, me too. You know, I'm just scared. Was... They delete old levels. I wonder if like all my levels are gone now. Mine better not be gone because off of online, trouble. but you've still got your local copy. Yeah. yeah. Just bring my Wii U to people's houses and be like, play these, play these <laughs> levels. <laughs> did you um? Did you Adam? Did you do that thing for your brother for Christmas? Did you give him a Mario Maker thing? Is that what you did? Um, it was my cousin. I gave him the oh, game, and I was gonna make him a level, but Xenoblade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so when I get back onto the Wii U stuff, I'll probably check out Mario Maker and also try and finish up Lego City Undercover, because um, I was playing that and that was going okay, but yeah, PS4 has distracted me. <laughs> okay, so we'll take a short break and we'll be back with our main topic about the year of 2016. See you in a minute. <laughs> Welcome back. Now we're going to jump into our discussion about the year that is 2016. What do we think is going to happen? The first major thing uh, that's coming up will be in February with the whole Pokemon 20th anniversary thing. I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be like around that time the three those uh, virtual console games come out. There might be some sort of announcement of more stuff to celebrate. Maybe you know hint at a real new Pokemon game coming this year? Pokemon um, Go! I think... Come on, guys. Pokemon, Pokemon Go! Go. Oh, yeah, well, more information Pokemon on Pokemon Go, is, Go, yeah. I think that's going to be the big game this year. Really? And I think that it's going to get... Uh, they they bought time for a Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, that's going to be oh, awesome. Yeah. It's going to be like a nostalgia fest, most likely. It's going to start off with the red and blue... Da, 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 and then, like... <laughs> You it's know. gonna be so real watching a Pokemon commercial at the Super during Bowl. football. I'll watch it on YouTube later. Right, I'm not actually gonna watch I think it it's during gonna the start... Super Bowl. <laughs> I think it's gonna start with like a trailer for the Red and Blue remakes or the re-releases, and then transition into real world Pokemon, and then it's Pokemon it's Go. It's gonna advertise like it'll have like five different Pokemon products at once. I don't know. I. <laughs> I just thought it was going to be about the virtual console releases and like to hype up 3DS and stuff, but maybe. It... Oh, nobody cares. And, and like, yeah, and the, the new bundles. Yeah, the new bundles like and stuff. Because yeah. like, I think they're playing, they're relying mm-hmm. like hard on maybe like a massive nostalgia like thing happened for the 3DS. Like a lot of 20 somethings might be like, oh, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I haven't played that for ages. Let's buy 3DS. It's going to be interesting because I saw a report 
recently uh, that said that Nintendo actually had a ton of like advertising airtime. Like they had a lot of TV. They had like I think they were ranked as having the most TV in this hmm. study uh, commercials showed, but they didn't actually spend the most. It was mobile companies that really spent a lot on TV ads, hmm. partially because they were buying Super Bowl ads. So for Nintendo to go for a Super Bowl ad for Pokemon and where we're looking at a lot of re-releases of old games and bundles. Yeah. That's that's huge. That's a lot of money spent. And uh, um, uh, it's good to see that sort of thing, though. I'm glad Nintendo. I hope they move more to like doing big advertising splashes like this. Like, well, why do we hope? I mean, is it good for Nintendo? I think uh, is that a good way to spend money? It's possible to spend marketing dollars and get like no return. Yeah, I know. Did, did you see the Christmas commercials? They were adorable. <laughs> I love the Christmas commercials where they have like Mario and Pokemon running around the Christmas tree. Like, I thought they were really cute. I don't even know. I need to watch more TV because there's some really good commercials that I can see. But like stuff like the Super Bowl, like big sort of things with like lots of eyeballs on it. I mean, like that'll do something. And I I think it's nice to see because we're Nintendo fans. I think it's nice to see Nintendo there and and not just in our little corners of the world. It's like, oh yeah, now yeah. You know, everyone can yeah. see this is Nintendo and there's Pokemon and everyone can be excited about it. Not just mm. not just me and my group of friends. I have something that's like, hey, you watched the Super Bowl? Did you see how? I don't know. But it's yeah. it's nice to be visible, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think the like the the content of the commercial will be like? Because isn't like usually you see like Super Bowl commercials they're like generally like specially made and they're like meant to be sort of like funny or like high button you know like really <coughs> good usually like maybe people, they'll like advertisers they just, spend more can't they just more do like the pokemon it. rap and uh, <laughs> if they want nostalgia they get the whole stadium, the stadium and start singing the pokemon I don't know, <laughs> but I would be like, I would be out of my seat. I'd be like, yes, yes, exactly that. You'd be the only oh, one gosh, at the Super Carmen, Bowl I party. hope you actually... <laughs> then I'll be like, what? No, I hope you go to the actual Super Bowl and do that <laughs> dance. Like, woo! I'm cheering for Team Rocket! No, the Electabuzz, man. That's an actual team in the Pokemon anime. <laughs> Charmeleon, Wartortle. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, do you think? So, you guys don't think that it's possible that we're going to see a 3DS like Pokemon game this year? I think it's gonna. Like, surely, it's gonna happen. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I don't know with them like doing all this talk about like Pokemon Z. I feel like that's gonna be aside from the Pokemon Go. You know, I feel like that's going to be the big spotlight, like Carmine said, with the new game and Pokemon Z is just going to be kind of like the follow-up, you know? That mm. Everybody's kind of like, I'm not conf- okay. <laughs> I'm not confident there's going to be a, a Z. I think if any, if there is a game this year, I think it, you know, it, they could put out like the next like generation game, like the next actual Pokemon game. They might just skip the spin-off-y sort of. I kind of hope they do, one. because, like, no, if, like, I didn't honestly, like, get into Emerald, I didn't get into Platinum, like, any of the third 
I always skip the third one. Yeah, because I was just like, I wanted the new generation when it came out. The only third one I ever got was Crystal, and that's because as a girl, I got super jazzed that I could play a girl now. <laughs> I was like, mm. yes! <laughs> so yeah, I, I got that yellow, one. and then I was like, uh, I was kind of disappointed with it when I got it as a kid, because I was like, oh, this isn't really that different. Yeah, aside from but the fact Pikachu that you got, cool. you got all the starters in that one, and that was kind of nice, but... Other than that, it was pretty yeah. much the same game. Yeah, I know. I didn't buy any of the third versions, really, because by the time they came out, it was like, well, I've already beaten it. I don't really care about a handful mm. of new Pokemon. Crystal was really good, game. too, because it had um, the sprites were animated slightly. Yeah. When they, like, came into the screen or something. Yeah, they start- that was the first time the, the Pokemon sprites started to move. Yeah, um, yeah. When they were released from the Pokeball, and that was really, really cool. I mean, they made a couple, couple of new additions to that one, and it was just... You know, mm. come on, hands down, best generation. So yeah, Crystal is is probably like yeah, it's, it is better than Gold and Silver. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never actually played it. I do own a cart copy now, but I haven't I haven't started it or anything. But well, I mean, hard to say. A new generation of uh, Pokemon games wouldn't keep up on us this fast, would it? I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it would be able to release this year. Yeah, it it wouldn't be something that. I would expect. How quickly did they turn around black and white once after it was announced? No, but through? also like, oh yeah, that's a question. Uh, black and white. It was it was announced around now, and it came out in Japan in the fall, and then America in March, which actually came out in America the same month, like a week after, I think, uh, the 3DS. Yeah, because mm. I remember uh, a couple of my friends getting the 3DS right when it came on the racks, and then. Playing uh, Pokemon Black and White because the Victini event was the first thing they That's did right. right when it came out. Yeah. Um, See, it depends if they want to do that again. Like, have like a late generation Pokemon Pokemon game come out on the 3DS when there could be the new hardware just around the corner. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will because the 3DS did not sell well at first, mm-hmm. and I think Nintendo will kind of push them like, "Hey, back. if you could just like if the NX comes out mm-hmm. this fall." then why come out with Pokemon Z or the new generation or whatever right then I could almost see Z on the old out. Uh, system? But yeah. the new generation, yeah. I would think that it would try to be more in line with like the larger strategic goals. Yeah. I feel like part of the part of the reason that like the 3DS even sold what it did when it first came out was because I know, especially with like Pokemon games and stuff, was the fact that the DS was having a harder and harder time connecting to wi-fi and stuff because wi-fi codes were changing and security keys were changing because mm-hmm. i know at the time i had a ds and at college i couldn't connect to any of the wi-fi because the security keys had changed beyond the point that the ds was capable for so all my friends yeah. that now had three ds's were like haha i can get on and do the black and white event you can't <laughs> so it was like are you kidding me? you didn't you didn't buy the you didn't buy the PC dongle no <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was out no by then too i'm pretty sure that was um, I think that was outdated when it released. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I agree with Carmine. I don't think a new generation of Pokemon is going to be able to turn around this fast without anybody even knowing about it and with us, you know, staring down a possible release date for a new software or new hardware from Nintendo coming this E3. I guess, you know, unless... unless... Maybe it's not for 3DS. Maybe there is a new generation coming, but it's coming to whatever the NX is, off the straight off the bat. Like, 
an early launch game sort of thing. I mean, X and Y was released quite a while ago, and uh, Ruby and Sapphire were released in 2014, weren't they? Mm. So they've so, been doing oh. something for quite a while. Like, hmm. They've just been really, really hush-hush about it. You know, Pokemon Go's been the, the, the little star child they keep giving us, being like, this is going to be awesome! <laughs> yeah. And but Pokemon Go is going to be like their third free-to-play game mm-hmm. that's come out since... Um, Omega Ruby and yeah, Alpha Sapphire. You've got so I wonder Picross if, and if... <laughs> oh, I guess it would be the fourth, yeah, because then there's also Pokemon right. Shuffle. I forgot about Picross. Well, Pokemon um, Go is a so w- completely different beast because it's yeah, it's uh, it's it. What my my guess is, it's going to be heavily based on this game called Ingress by Niantic, which is the developer they're working with for Pokemon mm-hmm. Go. So I mean, oh, I is, know Ingress. Yeah. I know Ingress very well. So actually, I've been thinking of maybe I should start playing Ingress because that way, at least, no. I'll see Pokemon like Go version zero point like five, and think, you know, if they're gonna build off it. Why? Why the very strong, horf, almost horrified? No. <laughs> you may as well oh, wait. Because may as well wait till the Pokemon one comes out. I think it'll be better than that other game. So I think obviously Game Freak and Nintendo will have a little like they'll have some influence on how the game works and stuff. So I think it'll be more polished and it'll just be cooler with having you know Pokemon catching Pokemon. Because come on, it's Pokemon. Yeah, Ingress will take over your life, and it's very cold outside right now. So <laughs> just let let Pokemon take over your life in like a couple during months. during the warmer months oh. of the year. <laughs> but I actually wrote an article on the site about um, when I was really into Ingress, and it is very time consuming. Like, you, I would go in the middle of the night, like, oh, I should go to sleep, and then I would like get a notification, like, your portal is under attack, and then I'd be out like until the sun came up, like playing this damn game. Oh no! No, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so don't. I mean, it's a blast. It's really fun. And it's grown a lot since I played it. Like, there's a lot more stuff you can that's, do. Um, that's uh, that's like why I finally stopped playing this one mobile game that I was playing for a while. And I'm like, I need to be able to sleep without fear of being attacked in the night. <laughs> no, but this one isn't just you wake up and you play with your phone. You wake up and you go somewhere. So... You get in the car and you drive to the other side of town and you play on your phone in the cold. You have a giant external battery. Pokemon won't it's... have his Pokemon won't like send us things like, "Oh, Mewtwo is going to be in like the the uh, outside of City Hall from the hours of eleven a.m. to uh, from eleven p.m. to one a.m." They're not going to do that to us, are they? Yes, they will, <laughs> and your little watch will start vibrating and lighting up. Oh my God, this is going to destroy our the, lives. The oh, oh we're going to love it. We're going to love it every step of the way. <laughs> There's gonna be kids playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> They're gonna be too bad for them. <laughs> it's like it's, that old. It's not for children. It's that old nineties trope for kids ups. stealing out of the house in the middle of the night or like, <laughs> climb out their attic oh. window just to go. You've got to go to the middle of the Atlantic Pokemon. to get Articuno or something. Uh, oh gosh! Oh, no. They're gonna they're gonna have to fix it when kids start running away from home. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, like like kids yeah. start going out at night, going on like Pokemon hunting expeditions. I'm 10 years old, I can well, go, I'm a Pokemon yes. trainer. <laughs> as long as they're 10. This is a disaster. I actually, 
I saw like a flyer for like a Pokemon Go like local league uh, at the local bookstore, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's months ahead of time, and they're already organizing <laughs> like the local community. I don't know what for. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So aside aside from Pokemon, we've got like the next like big the game <laughs> from Nintendo, presumably is going to be Star Fox, but recently we heard that it could be delayed until, like, July or something. Um, so that's not great. <laughs> I was hoping that it would be, like, much sooner than that, like, I don't know, April or something. It's okay. If Pokemon Go comes out in March, I don't know when it's going to come out, but I don't know. It's a Nintendo game. I'm... I have to start every Nintendo game wait period by telling myself it's going to be delayed at least five times. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes out, it comes out, and as, I don't know, I'm just your typical Nintendo fan of, take however long you want, I wish I had it sooner, but if it's good, it doesn't matter. My what do you think that the reason for delaying it is, though? Because it was meant to come out in, like, December or November last year. They delayed it, so... And now we could be looking at a further delay like the you know middle of this year so what do you think they're adding or doing to it is it just, or is it just not coming together do you think or they've actually gone back and said oh we should add more more content or something uh it's either not fun to play or they're adding amiibo support or both mm. i i could i could suspect that it's not coming together as much as they wanted to uh because with the way nintendo makes games you know it's all this stuff, but really it's that polish at the end. And unless they put in that polish, you're going to get something like, I don't know, I, but something like, Star you heard some, like, like Twilight Princess sounded like, a year before it came out, it sounded like it was a mess, right? The Wii version, yeah. People had problems with like the Wii remote stuff. It wasn't that good. Yeah, so it's like, if they really want to make it a top-notch game, and they want to be able to put it out and say, you know, this is the best make it they had to put in the time and to actually not just finish the project but to finish but to go in and do the hard work of bringing it up to as much nintendo quality as they could mm. i that's what i i can easily see that being the case so so um e3 this year do you think we're definitely? Well, I think we're, we def we're definitely going to find out something about like the NX, and obviously Zelda Wii U is is going to be playable. It's going to have the you know the, we're going to find out a lot about it either before E3 or at E3. Um, so yeah, what what do we think about E3 this year? Of course, it has um, to be the I first think... year. I can't go in three years. <laughs> 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 like if they're putting a new Zelda game on the floor, I'm like, Ugh. well, it's got to be this. It's got to be. It's, I know. There's no way they're going to delay Zelda again. again. Surely <laughs> not. I mean, oh, most definitely, it hasn't been delayed five times yet. Like <laughs> Carmine's that we rule. know of. <laughs> they could have just been like, yeah, we're um, delaying it till 2016. We thought it was going to be out, you know, by February, but we just didn't mention a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think at some point, someone is going to be wearing white gloves, carrying around, um, like, the NX box, and that's it. 
like not showing the controller or any oh, of the so, specs. So um, Reggie or just someone's to... going to pull it out of his jacket again and hold it above his head and say, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, ah! come on stage. <laughs> They're going to bring everyone into a giant room and show them the Nintendo Direct video. And then at the end, someone is going to come out holding a box. And that's uh, that's going to be E3. That's That's going to be all of it. <laughs> that's it that's I'm it just gonna be like okay go home yeah they're gonna announce it they're gonna say like oh coming in 2019 right so like with the nx we a lot of people think it's coming definitely coming like november this year like releasing like we still don't know a whole lot about it the only thing is that it's basically gonna be like have an overarching platform like you know account system mm-hmm. and there could be two SKUs of it like a sort of a home version and like a handheldy sort of version yeah possibly um do you think it's like i don't know it's hard to say but i think you know nintendo needs to do something to turn turn around their console business a bit i mean wii u isn't gonna sell a whole lot more no. this year um even with zelda coming um, I mean, I wonder if it's. Yeah, I think they're... that's why they're keeping it so hush hush. You know, as, as far as like, obviously, we expect it to be releasing soon, but the fact that we haven't heard anything about it is incredible. You know, uh, just because mm. pretty much all other console releases have been, you know, yeah, we showed something or we talked about what the capabilities were going to be a year before it released, and. You know, I think maybe that might just be why they're keeping it so under wraps is that they're trying to, you know, one, trying to increase the suspense of people finding out, you know, more stuff is randomly leaked that gets debunked and it kind of keeps the hype going. Um, And maybe just because, like, I don't know, they just don't want people to know what to expect so that it's you know that much better when they finally get it. Or at least that's what they think mm-hmm. it might do, hopefully, since... The Wii U fell so flat from day one. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that they are planning on releasing it this year, but that it's going to get delayed. <laughs> and they're gonna say, they're gonna announce like, oh, it's coming out 2016. Oh, we meant fiscal year 2016, so it'll come out <laughs> in March. And then in March they'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, it's coming out. At Christmas. I could see maybe like if they're gonna if that like if they're not sure they can make like make enough or something, it might come out in like America at the end of the year and then places like Australia in like March or something. Yeah. February. Well, I think they might come out with one. Like if there are gonna be two of them, a handheld and a home one. Yeah. They might come out with one first. Mm. But I maybe. think both gonna get the I don't know I, I feel mean, like the... I feel like part of what they're going for you know considering that they've been touting it as pretty much a singular concept will be to release both at the same time so I can't really necessarily see them releasing them separately just because it's supposed to be a family of systems kind of thing so it seems like it would all release together yeah that that would be I part of so. the point you know one thing I think we have to remember about the NX is we we still actually sort of know so little about it. And with Nintendo, it's always super risky going into E3 and saying, they're going to talk about this because, and obviously they, they're going to talk about the NX, but at the same time, what, 
it's going to be a big reveal. It's so... I really do not know what to expect or not to expect from E3, E3 at Nintendo right now. Which is sort of exciting because, you know, it's... um. It's, uh, I want to see what will happen, and it, I want to be surprised, and I, I don't want to come in with, like, this list of, I need to see this, because that's a great way to be disappointed, especially when you're a Nintendo fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really thought last year's E3 was going to be really, like, kind of better. Even. Every year! Every year you <laughs> But yeah. it was kind of a middling year last year, I mean, we yeah. didn't get, I really expected, like, a trailer for Zelda. Oh, yeah. At least, like, some sort of, you know, just cinematic sort of trailer, but nothing. Yeah, so, I mean, just to me, I mean, I'm, I am completely open. I expect to see NX. I don't have any specifics. I, I do think a lot of what people have been speculating makes sense. That NX sounds like, is, it sounds like it's gonna be this year. I think one thing about NX that's sort of weird is if you see some of the, I guess it, it might just be internet news articles having sensationalist titles and not really understanding the Nintendo context. Saying that, oh, the NX will be with cutting-edge chips, because that's like a translation, stuff like that. But cutting-edge means a different thing coming from Nintendo. It means like, hey, we're using modern consumer electronics chips that are not that, that are probably chosen for power efficiency and for the ex- exact specific use it's going to be used for. We're not talking cutting-edge as in the Western technology world of really we're bleeding edge we're using the fastest processes mm. we're like but at the same time like do you, i think nintendo needs to be competitive with the power and sort of architecture this time around well, i mean because like, we the say that you... every time we say that but, this time nintendo will like go toe-to-toe with someone but that's never what they want that's never been their motorcycle. They don't even like. need to go like toe-to-toe just mean like well what the way is what is what is the way they build the because... way they build games on the Wii U, right, is, like, different architecture to, like, the PS4 and stuff. So isn't that, like, one of the reasons why it's harder well, to sort of port the... stuff? So the question is, so the question is not about being competitive. It's being, like, are you going to use a standardized architecture? Are you going to get off the power PC architecture? And are you going yeah. to get onto x86 and use some mm. AMD chips? Yeah. So that's a completely different No, they're question. not. They're not. Because they said when they consolidated their handheld and their home divisions... That they were going to continue with the Wii U architecture, which I think is like the same as been since the GameCube, and bring that to both devices, and that they were going to be like brothers. So the next one, the next uh, like handheld is going to be just like a tiny GameCube you can carry around with you, like architecture-wise. Well, yeah, it's it, they're gonna. It sounds like they're gonna keep on this architecture line, and you won't see the jump to x86 architectures that like the PS4 is on with AMD chips. Hmm. And stuff like that. Uh, but and they can still achieve like so-called competitiveness if they maintain a program that maintains like engine compatibility. Like mm-hmm. I think yeah. they've had some good success with with Unity engine compatibility, and having that be like a much smoother process than before. Hmm. And going out to engine manufacturers and making sure, hey, let's make sure there's a version of this that supports the, our consoles. That's if you if I think they can achieve that. And yet stay on this like thing where they don't want to drastically jump architectures, because again, yeah. hmm. you know, you look at it, if you have a knowledge of like Nintendo history and Nintendo context, you look at how long they kept the NES architecture around. You know, the Game Boy went until like two thousand and like two 
2000, 2001, you know, and, and that's the, that's basically like a mobile NES from like 80, 84, 85, 86. Yeah. So, so there's, there's a lot of specific technical stuff that goes on. And when people talk about the NX, it's not about Nintendo's going to compete technologically like this. No, it's, it's so much more detailed than that. And, um, I'm sorry, Grant. Okay. <laughs> it's so no, much more detailed Carmine, than that. With the um, with the sort of the, like you know the sort of account thing that we're thinking the NX sort of is as a platform is like the NX platform is sort of above a level above like whatever the devices are right. So, like, are we going to assume that they're doing this so that you're never like all the the systems they're going to put out after this will be based on the whatever the NX platform is, like iOS and stuff. So they'll never have to sort of reset their user base from zero again, and um, you'll be able to have everything forwards compatible from here on out. Do you think that's what we're looking at? Yeah, I think that's what they were talking about with um, the accounts and everything. Um, Just because that's one of the big things that people complain about with Nintendo is why don't we have a unified account? And they're trying to say, well, we'll just do a unified account that'll work forever on everything um, and, like, carry forward their architecture so that they can do that more easily. Mm. It just makes sense to me uh, that that's what they would care about because they got a lot of complaints on that. Yeah. Um, again, predicting what Nintendo cares about is fraught with error, but it sounds like something that they need, they would have to do if they wanted to claim that they've modernized and... There, there might be some benefits to that because if you can go to an NX unified platform, then maybe you can talk about a faster than five year hardware update cycle. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. I mean, what happens if they start, like, maybe they have, like, slightly weaker hardware, but they do quicker revisions of, like, whatever, you know, their devices are? Well, they filed a patent for, like, a box that's, like, the size of, like, a, it looked like a tower, like a PC tower, uh, that you plug into your system. And it gives it, like, a power boost. And then when you aren't playing, you can, like, rent it out to other people online and get, like, some sort of in-game credit or, like, Nintendo account points for it. Um, So they could do that. Hmm. Yeah, like, instead of releasing a whole new system, just you buy a little box that you plug into your Wii U, and now you have an NX. Or you can go to the store and buy an NX. Did that also have to do with, like, it was, like boosting processing power for like everyone you know like the more systems that are connected the faster stuff happens or something well you could rent out that you could rent out that box when you weren't playing so other people could use it so like the more that we're connected online the the better everyone's experience was or something Mm. like i don't know it's a patent so it's really broad but vague (laughs) i think it'd be cool if they did that i've seen stuff like on like high grade professional like workstations for architecture and stuff where you actually buy this like separate like like workstation add on. You sit it next to your computer and it is like pure processing cores. It is and it is it's like your own personal rendering file. Yeah. But this sounds like that distributed computing over the cloud. So that's that's a really wild thing and I'm not even sure I understand. Patents are <laughs> very confusing. Yeah. I mean, like, they're patenting crazy ideas. That's why they don't mind releasing information like that, because they're like, yeah, we're going to put this out to the public so you have an idea, but you really actually don't know anything. 
like at all. And yeah. a lot of the time when these patents come out, people just assume that, oh, it must be for the the next console or the next thing. I mean, some of this, some of these ideas might not even be like implemented for another ten years or yeah. so. You know, like it could just be sort of they've come up with this sort of concept and like, okay, we might as we well. Get this might as well patent it, yeah. Before somebody yeah, else gets and the to only it. thing that a patent means... No, the only thing that a patent means is that no one else can do it. So even if they don't want to do that, that means that no one else can do that either. They should yeah. at least claim ownership. Yeah, they may yeah. not even do anything yeah. with it at all. Like, so you're sitting here... I'm still waiting for the... I'm still waiting for, like, the voice-to-text patent that will automatically caps lock when we start yelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that would be beautiful. We should like you should invent that and uh, get that happening. No, and then Nintendo will sue me because they have a patent for it. Oh, they've got that. <laughs> Wait, do they really? I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought that was what that patent meant. I may be wrong. <laughs> well, if you guys ever have any good ideas, my cousin that I bought Mario Maker for is a patent lawyer. <laughs> so, so besides the NX and Pokemon and like random stuff at E3 and stuff, like, do you think we're going to have any? other sort of curveballs that we just don't really see coming this year? Is Nintendo really going to go all out with crazy announcements to really, you know, get people excited for the future this year? Like we no, the... Not on the current platform. No. I can't imagine. It's been so thin. They dropped, uh, was it Kimishima, like the current Nintendo president said something about, you know, they're looking towards anime licenses and movie licenses and stuff. So we could see an announcement of oh. a film or something this year. Yikes. I don't know. But, I have mixed yeah. feelings. Yeah, every single time I, I see a video game movie, movie, I just I think think back to the ones we already have, and it's like, uh... <laughs> Maybe they'll announce the release of the Animal Crossing movie. In... Uh, or, or we'll find out that Zelda movie wasn't as far-fetched as we thought it was. <laughs> or TV series, whatever it was. I think the best thing... We can hope for this year is like a Wreck It Ralph two trailer with Mario in it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think if they're working on anything, we won't see it for for oh, a while. One of the things, one of the things that announcement te- that I feel with that announcement is that they're like right now they're open to any like partnership licensing things, probably for profit reasons. Like they want mm. to make sure they're making money. So they're like, hey, if somebody comes along and wants to like. Make an official like album or project using our properties. They'd be open to it. Yeah, because especially because yeah. they've got all of these money making brands that they have that they're not really doing much with besides just merchandising and video games. You know, that other people might have really really big ideas for. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, do you guys? How do you guys see Amiibo playing out over the next few? Because they're ending um, Smash Brothers. They said, this is going to be it. And I'm like, okay, so that's all the Smash Brothers out. Can they, what comes they, after that? Uh, uh, the, the Smash Brothers cards, and then the alternate <laughs> colors, and then the <laughs> no, uh, alternate no. poses. I, know, I, think, I think there'll be a line of, a st- a line of Star Fox Amiibo. There'll be special Zelda Wii U Amiibo. It's just it sort is of already. more of the same. Are they going to have an actual line? I th- you know I think yep. I think Zelda Wii U will probably come bundled with like a Link figure or something that looks like yeah. you know the one from the game because um, it'd be kind of silly just to use the Smash ones or like the Twilight Princess amiibo with the Zelda Wii U 
game. Yeah, I mean, that's not all they're going to they do is out. just like one or two at a time with their big first party releases. Mm. Yeah, but it's not. And a I think you'll get more third party stuff. It's, like, it's not like a giant series like Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, maybe, like, maybe, big. maybe this, maybe Pokemon Amiibo are coming. Oh God! Oh God! Seven hundred no. and something. <laughs> maybe if Pokemon Z comes out, there'll be like a line of Pokemon Amiibo with some new mini game or feature oh, that uses geez, them or something. You can. With, that would be there's like a mini, God. mini, mini game mode where you can like upload stats of your Pokemon to an Amiibo. Then you could go into like this other mini battle arena to like duke it out in like Amiibo battle or something. <laughs> What what they have to do is like just do some. Well, I don't know. This this really scares me. But where is the where's the synergy with like the collectible card game? Because you've got amiibo cards, you've got Pokemon TCG. You know, just put them together, and and I will be a poorer man for it. Um, yeah, if they could no, bring I've back never... the Pokemon trading card game as a video game, but like also you like scan in the cards. That might be kind of cool. Wait, Nick, you don't play the Pokemon trading card game? No, I never played it. I just I used to buy them to look at the cards. That was all I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so it's on PC and iPads. Yeah, I know. And that. every booster pack comes with the QR code, and you just hold it up to the camera, and it unlocks a booster pack <laughs> in the game. Oh, okay. That's cool. So it kind of does that. But I don't understand why that game isn't on 3DS or Wii U. Like, it makes me angry every time I remember <laughs> Yeah. It's that weird interplay where Nintendo owns 33% of the Pokemon company and technically gives them independence. Yeah. But they, it's it's a really Nintendo-associated uh, franchise, but technically it's not Nintendo's franchise. Technically, they could just go, we're going to Xbox One. But... Technically, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's never going to happen because they're not going to risk, because... risk throwing rolling the dice on the fan base. Well, we'd, we'd start getting stuff like Pokemon FPS games and stuff like that instead. <laughs> you know, I feel like the entire you dynamic mean, would Pokemon change. Snap? <laughs> oh, God. Well... Pokemon Snap? Pokemon Snap is Halo. more like Pokemon Fatal Frame game. Kind of. Except it's supposed to be happier than that, Carmine. It's, not, it's supposed to be significantly <laughs> well, less terrifying. <laughs> I would play a Pokemon Snap horror game. I I don't know that I would. That would be a little bit like well, I mean, uh, how how scary is a Gengar really? You know. Well, if you read the Pokedex, it depends. Entries. You can make a game like Slenderman, and it'd be pretty scary. <laughs> so, no, I I don't know. I don't know if at the end of the year I'm still way into Amiibo. I just don't know what's gonna play out this year. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for like a line of amiibo that's not too big that I like really like, cause then I'll collect the whole line. Like I something I manageable, like six, eight figures. And yeah, like ten figures maybe. Like if something that I really like, I might try and collect them all. But all the like other ones, I haven't really. You know, the most manageable one probably would have been the like Super Mario line, but I just didn't really care. <laughs> I pretty much just stick they to want another... the ones I want. Like, I, I get the Fire Emblem ones because I'm a huge, huge Fire Emblem fan. And I get the Zelda ones for the most part. I got Yarn Yoshis, but come on, those are just cute. But other than that, I just kind of limit myself to certain <laughs> franchises so I don't just buy a bunch of things just to be like, oh, I have it. Yay! <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. I was talking with a friend recently about Fire Emblem Fates, and he is really into it. He's really excited. He was 
really doing his utmost to sell me since I've never really played a Fire Emblem game before, and I think he succeeded. But um, we're probably going to see a bunch of po- of uh, Pokemon, uh, Amiibo re-releases around stuff like that. So the Fire Emblem will come out, they'll re-release stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, that might be part of what happens with Amiibo this year. Mm-hmm. A lot of like traditional older figures, but like restocks. Yeah, especially because of the the stocking issues and stuff that we had in the U.S., it would almost be you know just a good chance to be like, oh yeah, okay, we're gonna re-release another set of the amiibo that you couldn't get before, just to, and actually you know help us a little bit by promoting the game as well in another form. Well, if they want to do a line that has like a lot of characters again, and they could partner with Sega. And do all the Sonic characters. Oh, no. Because they're Actually, like... Actually, I would buy those. I would buy all those. All of them? Every, every game comes with like three new characters they've never heard Except of. Except like, the stupid... I, okay, there's a limit, there's a limit like, to the ones I would buy. <laughs> Not sure of oh, no. <laughs> You already committed to all of them. <laughs> I don't want the Chaotix one. people or... Yep, yep. What? The Chaotix people are awesome, man. Okay, they all Chami, each other Chami's in that cool, wood Chami's game. Chami's cool, but the rest are gonna... There's the, the crocodile or something? Yeah, and this, the um, big the, the cat, <laughs> big the cat. He's just a life-size stuffed amiibo. That'd be awesome! Oh my god, <laughs> I I am game for more plush amiibo. Oh my god! You know, I don't so know why cute. there isn't a complete line of full, fully stuffed huggable amiibo. That would be the thing to do with Pokemon amiibo, though. Like, if you were gonna do more yeah, Pokemon amiibo, it'd be plush Pokemon amiibo. But there's only plush so many Pokemon, Pokemon plushes anyway, though. I know, but they would still be cute. These are amiibo. So, so do you think like if they're going to go like all in on amiibo, if the NX comes out this year, do you think they'll bundle the NX with a special amiibo for something like day one edition amiibo? It's like a special amiibo, some sort of special statue. It comes and undoes something for the system. I, don't know, I think that'd be the way to make people Maybe. angry. <laughs> like really, I like all those collectors. Be like, you've got to be freaking kidding me! You know, I have to be. I, I mean, yeah, they're gonna be like, well, they're gonna, gonna they're try gonna buy an, an NX. Anyway, yeah, so. but they might be like, okay, you're gonna make me wait in line, and then I'm gonna get there, and I'm gonna get my system, and you're gonna be out of amiibo. Like that would cause a riot. <laughs> yeah, the thing well, about amiibo is it's 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 great. It's a it's a, it's a really neat idea to have like this physical DLC thing, but it has to be available. You know, it's yeah. like if they run out, then the normal then their re- then their real customers, their real fans, the people who really want it and really have yeah. love for it, can't one can't give them money, and two can't you know connect with the gameplay and mm-hmm. can't get that can't get that thing that they want, and that's mm. a bad situation for them to be. The amiibo have to be mass market. They should not put people like regular people who want to play Pokemon in competition with collectors. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, do you think like maybe a surprise at E3 could be like some sort of bigger budget like game that includes a lot of the different amiibo that sort of like you know the the game that is like amiibo focused. So it could be some you know something like Skylanders or something where it's like the whole hook. Is like using the amiibo. Or maybe like Lego. I know we sort of half. We already that. have amiibo tap, you know. Yeah. Like <laughs> piece of software. Well, maybe but, you know something. So it's like a Smash Brothers, like like an actual honest to god full scale amiibo centric 
Yeah, it, something maybe yeah, something and, like Lego yeah. Dimensions, and in, in that it, yeah, it incorporates yeah. a bunch of the different games, but in a more solid form than just. So you have like a, a mini, a few mini Zelda sort of themed like stages. You have got some Mario like three yeah. sort of Mario, and you have to play with like a team and... of these amiibo in order to make it through the stage, and like they'll get various yeah. abilities. And so you can mix like, and match Link your party running through the Mushroom Kingdom, and <laughs> that would be a really exciting idea. I, ah, yeah. I, that that sounds uh, really cool. Wait, I just what if Nintendo partnered with Activision to make it, and that's why there were Amiibo and Skylanders. They were saying like, okay, well you you can use some of our characters in Skylanders, but you have to make us a Skylanders game to use our Amiibos with. I would be okay with it's that. It's possible, like, but it's, it, 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 at the same time, it feels kind of like late unless it was like like we keep saying like some sort of nx launch title or something yeah um because if we hear about it at e3 it would just if it's for wii u it just feel a bit too little too late almost. yeah and and i think and i really think like the really exciting thing and i don't maybe this is pipe nintendo pipe games is for them to find continue finding a different way for having people relate to the software and Mm. If they can find something really neat to do with Amiibo that's different but still gives you every cha- every every reason to want to both play the game and buy the Amiibo and have that relationship with the product, then that would really justify Amiibo once and for all. Other than, oh wow, I just love Nintendo stuff and I'm, I'm waiting for them to come out with a game that like really uses this stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. an honest-to-God, fully-formed idea of this is how you incorporate Amiibo a video game and have a full experience that doesn't feel like you know tacked on or like we could have done this another way or like like yeah. like a like a an afterthought so i don't know if that's something that is in develop i i don't know if that's something that we've got in store for us but it's a really exciting idea if something like that exists because mm-hmm. it seems well, like it's, it's in stores right now. It's the Animal Crossing. Oh game. God, it doesn't. It doesn't count. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, no, no. You, you look at the game. Animal Crossing game and and make it better. It's Candyland with some with some additional strategy and stuff. And you don't need a amiibo. Yes, to you play do. That. You it's have to have the amiibo to play it. No, 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 no. But you don't need it. Mechanically. You need it to roll the dice, man. There isn't any mechanical. Yeah, but they could release a physical version of that. And you and the amiibo would be like the figure that. You well, no, would you give. you would roll the amiibo. So, you mean, drop that... the amiibo, and depending on where it lands, <laughs> that's how many spaces you get to move. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I'm talking about is like an actual thing that uses like the memory of the amiibo in a in a way that's like a deeper integration. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that is you buy it and you love the brand and you love having the physical amiibo and it's neat. A neat thing to have the amiibo and use it with the game, and to have it like save and unlock like different costumes. But that isn't like a super deep integration. That's just I love Animal Crossing and I want to buy all the Animal Crossing amiibo packages because they're cute. Yeah. So do you think we're going to get a Nintendo Direct uh, soon, like maybe in February? Uh, I don't know. This this is going to be a new sort of Nintendo Direct. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, surely they're going to have to... Like, Miyamoto dropped that they're working on Pikmin 4, and we have not heard yeah. anything about it since. So is that game dropping in, like, April this year, and is this going to, like, appear out of nowhere? 
Like they're gonna have a direct in like February or March and say, "Oh yeah, this is out in four weeks." Actually, I must <laughs> say, held that. I one bet back it's already out too. and just none of us know about it. You can just go. You have to. <laughs> it's, the box art just has a, the three crossed out. No, you have to go search the eShop, but it's kind of hard to find. You just go download it. <laughs> um, but no, I think we'll get a direct soonish. I think, I mean, why would Pokemon buy a Super Bowl commercial if they didn't have something big to kind of show off? So I think we'll get a direct about that, whatever whatever they're going to do. Um, and then we'll we'll probably get one. Maybe including that, but probably not just limited to it. Right, but I think we'll get one, like, on the Pokemon anniversary, talking about all of Pokemon's plans, and then kind of whatever else Nintendo wants to say, like, oh, this is the new stuff mm. in Twilight yeah. Princess, or yeah. Star Fox is coming out in may now because we added this stuff um but i think it'll be pokemon focused mm. just because that's the anniversary yeah uh, obviously like whatever they when they do a direct obviously whatever they talk about will be like probably give us an idea you know everything up until around where e3 is so like the first half of this year maybe um yeah are they gonna pokemon... do like surprise releases like that box boy release came out of no- that box boy sequel release in japan mm. came out of nowhere they like doing that though they've been they did that with like all of the um pushmo games too right they just sort of released them without any prior knowledge yeah, well those games are hard to hype up like eShop games it's easy to just yeah. say like oh aren't you hyped go buy it right now please like i bet you that's when they get most of their sales is when they announce it yeah yeah so going back to Amiibo just quickly, like it seems like the Twilight Princess Amiibo could like unlock an extra dungeon or something. What do you think about that? Like unlocking like an actual, uh, presumably hefty sort of content. Do you think it's actually going to be a dungeon, or do you think it's going to be like, like, like fifty floors of? enemy battles <laughs> they, already they have, have that, that they have that but like yeah. is it actually going to be a dungeon because well, that's it, it could be a, it could be a small dungeon but that's what the listing i think it came from like an amazon listing in france or yeah. something right mm-hmm. um and i think it said dungeon but, but who could, knows what that means yeah because it could mean any number of things i mean it's hard to say it would have to be something entirely optional obviously yeah um, yeah, but it, yeah. but it would be like what well, I don't... what would you put as the reward in a dungeon like that that is optional that people would actually go for? Uh, you put the Triforce in that there, would make it appealing. You enough. can go get the whole Triforce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you put yeah. the first I don't know if that's deity optional. mask in there. The first deity mask in uh, Twilight Princess. Deity mask. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> would you be able to actually it's use like it in, though? It's like in Mario Galaxy Two where they did the throwback galaxy. It's like a temple from like a previous Zelda game in the Twilight Princess style. Or something. I don't know. Oh dang, like, that would be awesome! It. I just oh, I yeah. hate Twilight Princess. Or maybe there it'll be like another dungeon that uses uses like the spinner or something because like people <laughs> complain that you didn't use it enough. I love that thing. I wonder if it, it would like thinking something more along the lines of throwback. I wonder if it would be like a throwback dungeon. Like to an older, like hey, you unlocked game. the water. Temple. No, I, I know, I know. <laughs> that would be the way to get fans to hate you. I know what it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be an HD what? remake of Link's crossbow training. 
where you get oh, like the thing from E3 I was actually that you put your that. gamepad I was like, on. Something like... <laughs> <laughs> if if it stars Linkle, I'm in. Linkle, no, it has to be Link's crossbow training, not Linkle's crossbow training. No, she's gonna take over the crossbow training franchise. Come on, it's gonna be a franchise. It. it makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Maybe in the sequel, but be a franchise. That would be that would be a. A demon hunter from Diablo 3, people. She is awesome. But that Link's crossbow training came out like 2007, didn't it? Um, I have it right so here. Let me look like, at it. Next year is like 10 years old. <laughs> it feels so recent, though. 10 year yeah, anniversary I... edition. Oh, God. HT yeah. remaster. Well, would... Link's I crossbow don't know. It should, be just, it should be a direct sequel. It should be, it should be Link's crossbow training. It should be a direct training. sequel. It should not be. No, they don't need an yeah. HD re release of that yeah. <laughs> I, I i do not enjoy hd releases i i can't i am i am buying twilight princess hd but i feel really conflicted about it i yeah. i don't even I'm know if i'm buying it i hate it i don't I like i know i'm getting I'm the, amiibo. the amiibo i'm getting yep. the amiibo i, I hate the legend of zelda toilet paper but i'm buying that damn amiibo <laughs> so i can unlock content in zelda u but I hate uh, that game. Hey, maybe maybe you'll Why get you half. Maybe you'll get, maybe you'll get half the temple in Twilight Princess, and you'll unlock the other half in um, Zelda. That would be Wii U. cruel. Oh, that God. would be terrible. That'd be the worst idea. There's a lot of ways that you this use is the a same amiibo. Idea. No, that'd be because terrible. they said that they said they said the amiibo from Twilight Princess does something in Zelda Wii U. So maybe it does that. No. But that's an awful tease. If you play the first it's half of the dungeon one. in 2016. In the second half in 2018, when Zelda Wii U comes out, <laughs> like 2019, we still got like what just, three more just delays. Just a page out of Square Enix's playbook for Final Fantasy VII. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, they're trying. To, they're gonna delay Zelda Wii U until they can figure out what to do with this Wolf Link amiibo. Or like, okay, we said that it was gonna do something, but we actually have no idea is, what it's gonna yeah. do. The game, so. is a fi- the game is actually finished, but in order to add Amiibo integration, you need to delay it another 15 months. <laughs> no, I think what happened was they got close to finishing it, and then they all played Xenoblade, and then they were like, oh, we gotta get these guys to help us remake this game. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they were close to finishing it. I think they had a lot of parts that were just in pieces, and they you know, had to delay it because they needed time to put it all together. Because Nintendo... Uh, makes Zelda games in pieces. Yeah, it's not like oh, we have an idea of what we're making. It's it's a whole bunch <laughs> of experiments, and it only congealed at the last minute. The last it's minute, the last two years, years, man. Takes the last, the, way... the last, the last Nintendo minute. The last Nintendo minute. <laughs> Nintendo minute is like a ten minute long show. Okay, before we before we wrap things up, one other thing I was thinking on is the like three D Mario game. Do you think like? If, if NX is coming this year, are we going to see what EAD Tokyo has been doing? Are we going to get another revolutionary sort of, you know, big, impressive 3D Mario? Um, because no matter how good uh, 3D World was, it was not Very as good. exciting as, you know, it didn't have that, you know, super excitement about it. Yeah. About having a... There was no one thing they can point to and say, oh my god, that's amazing, you must have this. Yeah, 3D World... Yeah, we know the game's very solid. It may be the best game of all time, which is what you meant to say, um, but it didn't sell. <laughs> it didn't sell well at it, all. It, it it didn't have the... Mar- because it's Mario, so even if it's the best game, we've already seen Mario. So, I mean, there's this constant battle for marketing, innovation, and what can you point to and what's the selling point. 
Where's the Mario 64 remake? It's 20th anniversary this year as well. Now, I think we're going to see a sequel to Super Mario 64. Um, finally. But as as a tech demo, when they finally show off the NX... No. <laughs> it'll, be, oh, it'll be like the oh Final gosh. Fantasy VII tech demo. For yeah, and then... 60 well, Mario 64 DS NX. Oh, God. Yeah, so. you, need, you need two screens for it, man. It's Nintendo. They can't contain everything on one screen. Um, uh, but no, I think t- this year we're only going to see the physical NX, not see any of its hardware. And then like later down the line, we'll see them show off like 4K Super Mario 64. 4K. 4K <laughs> Super Mario, yeah. Like remember the Zelda demo that they showed off with the Wii U? And it was so beautiful. Yeah. I had all that lighting. And then we get this ugly ass Twilight Princess what? remake. But Zelda Wii U looks amazing. No, it's no, the amazing. demo. No, the the demo talking about the the demo against the spider. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. That well, looked I, really good and the graphics on the Zelda Wii U game they look really great. Yeah, they look good, but look at Twilight Princess. Like it does not look great. Uh, you just hate um, Twilight Princess. Don't oh, I you? hate Twilight Princess. I <laughs> Toilet Paper. I am with you. I am with you. I like that game. Toilet not paper. as much as others. Not as much as I others, mean, but I still like it's, it. It's it's a Zelda game which automatically makes it okay. But it's the it's worst Zelda game. Games. It's the it's worst Zelda games. game. It is the worst Zelda game. It is among Ouch. Um, Ouch. But you know what? Back to the question of what is EAD Tokyo doing. I think one thing to be excited for is that Nintendo has really been running thin on software releases all this time. Their devs yeah. are doing something. You know? And if, if we don't see it this fall, we're going to see it next year. Mm. And um, so the thing... So, I mean, Nintendo has droughts, but they also have, like, these periods of, like, oh, my God, too many games are coming out, and they are all, it's just horribly timed. Couldn't they have stretched this out over, like, two years? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I bet the whole company has been working on Pikmin 4 this whole time. Just pull all (laughs) the resources. That's what they should be doing. Even the Pikmin 3 staff. That's why Pikmin 3 took, like, five hours to beat. Because halfway through, they were like, oh, shit, we got to go work on Pikmin 4. That's what everyone else is doing. <laughs> Whatever. I just hope that, like, the Mario game isn't literally Mario Galaxy 3. I really wouldn't be as excited about that. I think no. I know people keep clamoring for it, but I think, you know, you need to keep pushing Mario forward instead of doing, like, another sequel sort of thing. I think it's going to be Super Mario 64. We're going to go back to the castle. And jump into paintings or something like that, like like a spiritual sequel. Yeah, like not not a remake, but like, hey, we're going back to the castle. Yeah, no, that's this gonna time, be like this, an easy this, thing. This time we starts... are going back to the castle. Yeah, <laughs> this time though, it starts off and it's like, yeah, the castle, and then you get to a painting and you can't jump into it. And then you work out that you need to go out the back of the castle and keep keep running towards stuff Fake in out. the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh God, open That'll world Mario. Cool. No, thank you. That would you. be kind of interesting. Oh my gosh! No, no. That's the way I think you could do it. You could make the hub world really big and make the, the, the exploration part about finding the stage entrances. And then once you into a level, it turns into like the more linear sort of focused Mario Galaxy style like levels with a few I... like larger areas thrown in. Yeah, I'd like that, but I don't want the levels. zero gravity floating around bullshit anymore. No, thank oh, you. Oh god, no. <laughs> no, no. I want I think Galaxy's done. Bob Battlefield as an open world. An open world that just plays that song. 
Just for for a hundred hours, you know. I want I, I want that to be like Nintendo's like quality of life sleep monitor. That'll be the lullaby it plays as I catch up on my sleep. Bob on Battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like Jolly Roger Bay or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes. You know I've used Bob on Battlefield as an alarm clock before. You don't want that song <laughs> putting you to sleep. <laughs> No. I would actually really like a 3D um, Yoshi platformer, because I think they need to step away from being 2D side-scrollers. I think it would be really cool in a, like, a 3D setting. Man, Yoshi's for babies. Oh, don't be mean. <laughs> I thought, like, the um, the Woolly World aesthetic would look really cool in, a, like, a 3D environment where everything's got, like, you know, mass to it and puffed out and stuff. So, yeah. I think we're done with the oh, 2016 craziness. I, I did have <laughs> none of which... based on absolutely no knowledge of the next year. <laughs> See, like if any, if even some of these ideas come true, it'd be pretty. pretty fun. Um, I did have one point that I wanted to revisit. Yeah. So Carmine said that people were reporting that the NX was going to have like cutting edge chips, but that that might be like a mistranslation. They're really sharp. Yeah, like if you look I... at the Wii U, the discs, like the edges are rounded. <laughs> and there's a rumor that the NX is going to use like actual like cartridges or like yeah. memory card chips. So maybe they're little chips, but the edges are really sharp. So they're <laughs> chips. Not just make that pun. <laughs> that you put, that's the, it was mistranslated. You Go put home. the chips in. <laughs> I am home. I'm at my house in my room. But they're very sharp little cartridges that you put in. They're cutting edge no, chips. Just no. That that is my official prediction. And watch it come true. No. Miyamoto will come oh, out and be like, gosh. Oh, it's so sharp, look. Wow. That is an interesting point though, like with the we didn't really talk about like what happens if the NX like say there's there is two skews, what happens if they do go back to some sort of cartridge for both. So, like, the handheld version is obviously going to want to use a cartridge or, like, digital downloads. Maybe the home version would also utilize the same sort of medium. So we could see return to cartridges. Yeah, I think we're going there just because it's easy to move back and forth. And I think Mm -hmm. that the handheld is going to be just a Wii U. um, And then the home one is going to be just a really powerful Wii U. But they're going to be able to like play the same games, just scaled. Yeah. So I think you'll be able to move like. Uh... Depending on how things pan out, I think I might actually just go digital only if that's the way it's going to go. Oh, if there's storage, the I'll go digital only. Yeah. But I think I might do that on that on the handheld at least next time. But who knows? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carmine. Happy birthday to you. You you know you're really lucky that they just had that court case that, that basically seemed to say that the company that claimed they owned that song doesn't really own it. I know. Now don't have to pay them money. That's what I got you for your birthday. I'm pretty sure we've used other songs that are copyright infringed (laughs) on this show. (laughs) Jeez.
Yeah, there are no previous that episodes been like live recording. Five thousand dollars right there. That's yeah. what I got you for your birthday, man. I feel stupid now that I paid them for it. <laughs> Connectivity doesn't run on money; it runs on on emails. Smiles. Damn it! Send us emails. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, okay. So, if anyone wants to send us an email that we can, you know, chat about on the show, please send it to connectivity at nintendoworldreport dot com. Or you can chat to us on Twitter um, uh, with the tw- and the connectivity Twitter account, which is at connectivitynwr. So yeah. Please send us some some emails. We can jump into a few of those, hopefully in the future. Yeah. So you know, Ryan. We heard last time that <laughs> Ryan, you said you'd send. <laughs> we us heard an last email. time that um, you know, Adam, Adam gets you know, beaten really badly. You know, he does, we don't get emails, so it's really sad. He, he beats <laughs> me. Then he tells he jokes. Abused, then he tells jokes he puts, like a cutting He puts edge all joke. the. He puts all the spam in a bag and beats me with the bag full of spam. Uh, um, well, I'm, I'm on Twitter as uh, at AdventureBuddy01, and A is the only vowel in adventure. I'm at NicholasNWR. I'm at VHDangerFace. And I'm at Kai, C-A-I underscore R-E-D underscore. Cool. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining me again. And until next time, keep sending those emails. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 I want to be the best there ever was to beat all the rest. Yeah, that's my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venator, Rattata, Fero, Pidgey, Sea King, Jolteon, Dragonite, Gasly, Pony, Tavaporeon, Polyrath, Butterfree. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all. Pokemon. I'll search across the land, look far and wide, release from my hand the power that's inside. Venomoth, Poliwag, Nidorino, Golduck, Hypersaur, Grimer, Victory Bell, Moltres, Nidoking, King, Farfetch, Abra, Jigglypuff, Kingler, Rhyhorn, Clefable, Wigglytuff. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all, gotta catch em all, Pokemon! Zubat, Primate, Meowth, Onyx, Geodude, Rapidash, Magneton, Snorlax, Kingar, Tingala, Goldene, Spiral, Weezing, Seal, Gyarados, Slowbro! Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all! Eradicate, Magnemicadab, Bro, Weeping Bell. Ditto, Cluster, Caterpie, Sandshrew. Bubbles are Charmander, Golem, Pikachu. At least 150 or more to see. To be a Pokemon Master is my destiny. Alakazam, Dodo, a Venonat, Macho, Kangaskhan, Hypno, Electabuzz, Flareon, Blastoise, Poliwhirl, Oddish, Drowsy, Raichu, Nidoqueen, Bellsprout, Starmie. Woo! We're at the halfway point. Doing great so far. We, what's all this we stuff? I'm Dodrio, Seedra, Firebloom, Granny, Lickitung, Tauros, Weedle, Nidoran, Machop, Shelter, Porygon, Hitmonchan! Gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! Yeah! Gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! Yeah! Articuno, Jinx, Nidorina, Beedrill, Haunter, Squirtle, Chansey, Pokemon! Parasite, Execute, Muck, Dugong, Johto, Lapras, Vulpix, Rhydon! Pincer, Coughing, Dutrio, Goldpat, Staryu, Magikarp, Ninetales, Ekans, Omastar, Scyther, Tentacle, Dragonair, Magmar! Whoa, catch your breath, man! Shake out those lips! It's down here!
from here. Just 24 more to go. Now it gets tricky, so listen real good. Sandslash, Hitman Lee, Psyduck, Arcanine, Eevee, Executor, Kaboot, Top Septo, Satini, Bow Life, Mr. Mind, Cubone, Graveler, Voltorb, Gloom. We're almost home! Gotta catch them all! Gotta catch them all! Arbuck. That's all, folks. Catch 'em, catch 'em, gotta catch 'em all. Ooh, gotta catch 'em all. 